Hey everyone, happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Blue Collar Nation podcast, Tuesday topic. Now, the Tuesday topic is about getting real. It's about getting real with yourself. It's about getting real with your business. And what we're gonna do is pick a topic for a blue collar service business every single week. And Larry and I are gonna talk about what we did great, what we did okay, what we royally screwed up, and hopefully you guys can learn from our mistakes. So buckle up, it's about to get real. Let's head to the Tuesday topic. Well, hello, everybody. This is Larry from the Blue Collar Nation, and we are here to talk about our Tuesday teach. And I'm here with my intrepid business partner, Mr. Eric Sprague. What's happening, Eric? Dude, I've been intrepid like 10 times lately. No, 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 no. You know what I'm getting you for Christmas? I'm getting you a thesaurus. I'm looking at one right now online. I live by the thing. It's my vocabulary is so limited sometimes. That's why I listen to different well, podcasts. There's so many other words that you could use for me, dude. <laughs> I know, but I have to be nice. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> that the heroes are intrepid small business owners. That's a quote from the New York Times. Mm. And it's mm. some guy, Jonathan Chait. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to use that. So anyway... Today is our Tuesday teach. This meeting, this meeting, this podcast, we're on a podcast, right? Is uh, uh, sponsored by sponsored by Morning Tech Meeting. And Morning Tech Meeting has been the proud sponsor of this podcast from the start. And we train service professional technicians in non-technical skills. We teach them how to communicate well with the client. We teach them how to have confidence in themselves so they can do things, not things, tasks, make decisions, choose directions without the owners holding their hand or making the decisions for them responsibly so that the owner does not have to be there every minute to make the decisions for those technicians every minute because that's what we lived with for years. They'd call us constantly to make because they were afraid to make decisions probably from our lack of leadership, but from their lack of training to make decisions. And um, it went, we taught them how to think, not taught them how to think, but gave them skills. And they were able to think and raise their confidence so they could make decisions. And we're passing that on to our clients and potentially you in uh, lessons that you get every single day. It's amazing. You still there, Mr. Sprague? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I wasn't sure if you were like stuck. Yeah, I, was, I was listening to you intently. Intently. So, yeah, we're uh, Morning Tech Meeting sponsor. Go check out morningtechmeeting.com. Put your name and email in the form up front. Get a lesson or two. Check it out. You'll be very pleased. And I'm watching Eric sneeze or yawn. I'm not sure. And he hit his button. Good job. Hey. There you go. Bada bing. Allergies are... Uh kicking my ass today so today we're going to talk about disc and we're not going to get into the exactly what and or the how and everything we're going to talk more about the why and disc is a personality is a personality pro personality what's the word i'm looking for assessment tool four personalities choose from it's nothing there's like 30 or 40 you got it takes you a week to figure out yeah, well, that's what's four nice about DISC. It's just four. It's easier to four. manage. And it's easy to manage, but we've used it for so long. It's so functional. 
it's amazing. And we learned this from uh, Howard Partridge and Dr. Roan. And it was amazing when we learned it. And I learned about myself. The whole thing is you learn about yourself first. You yeah, well, let's, about, let's talk about how everybody can use it in their own business first. Like, yeah. if you're not self-aware, if you just run around and think everybody's just going to do what you say because you signed the check or you started the business or whatever, that won't that way. yield you the result that you want. I mean, you might stay in business. You might make some money. It doesn't mean your life's good. You know, most of the time I see that with a, with a owner who's not self-aware that the, the staff's usually disengaged or, or afraid of the owner. Nobody does their best work when they're afraid. You know, that's what we went through that because our guys were afraid of us at one point in time because we didn't, we weren't self-aware. And before we learned the disc, we were pretty much poor leaders. But, you know, we put in the work. Well, so is everybody. You got to learn. You know, yeah. that's, that's the whole point of DISC is it teaches you. So we went to uh, this conference. We talk about this often. And we sat across from the table from each other. And we did the DISC assessment. And then we looked at each other. And after explaining everything for quite a while, it clicked. And um, I realized what Eric was doing to drive me nuts wasn't – directed towards me and i think you realize the same thing all right so let's go through this so dr rome goes through all of the four you know, quadrants of the disc and, and explains the pros and cons or strengths and weaknesses of each one so when that's done what did you learn about me that you didn't understand before that you are highly task oriented and need structure and all the things that I don't need. You need all these things around you and it makes you more comfortable. Maybe you need them or not. You're more comfortable and you're more functional and you do a much better job with say, for example, a schedule. And that was one of the examples we're going to bring up because I kind of fly by the seat of my pants a whole lot more often than you do. And you can't roll with that at all. And I used to make you give you appointments often early on in our business. Hey, you got to go here at three. Hey, you got to go here at 1130. I made you an appointment. Yeah, yeah at 1130 and it would be 11 <laughs> or 10 or something. And I'm like, uh, I already have my old day scheduled. Yeah. So either it was 11 or 10 or nine or five, you oh, had your day to, scheduled. Yeah, dude, that used to really, really get But it to didn't, me. I didn't think I was doing anything to you because- if you told me to do that, oh, okay, cool, let's dude, go. Dude, I used to go out in the parking lot and just yell, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Why would you jack my schedule up like that? I already got my whole day planned out to be you know, as efficient as I can. And, yep. you, know, and yeah. you wanted a system and a process for everything, and a system and a process. And I'm like, let's just do it. What do we need a system and a process for? I remember in the beginning, we were doing something, and you said, it's in the system. And I looked at you and I said, we don't have a system yet. But you thought you wanted had, a system so one, bad. I had one, well, no, or I had one brewing in my head. Yeah, that nobody knew about. But <laughs> you know, it's interesting, Larry. Like, uh, I mean, it goes to show you. So when I was a little kid, when I was like seven, eight years old, I was like a baseball fanatic. And this was before they had like these 
or maybe they had them and I just didn't know, but I actually would invent my own games where I'd take baseball cards and I would make lineups and then I would keep score, like legit score, like a regular baseball game. And then I made, had these dice and I'd roll the dice for a single, a double and out. You know. And in, in retrospect, so here I am like seven or eight years old and I'm completing, I'm making an entire system out of this game. Dude, I used to play it for hours. Like you would never do that. In a no, it's because I had a brother and a sister. <laughs> you didn't have those, so you had to play games with yourself. Maybe. No, I, said, but I don't think that has anything to do with the, your profile at all. Oh, I disagree, man. I think it's very task-oriented. Like, the whole thing, like, I, I had to make it up from scratch. I had to write it all down and, you know. Yeah, but if I was an only kid, I wouldn't do that at all. I wouldn't even gun close to that. That's my point. So it's yeah. part of my disc. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So anyway, as far as our guys, when we talk about each other and we realized each other, it was easier to work with each other and understand each other. We didn't well, we took the personality right there at the table when we saw a disc for the first time. You and I kind of just looked at each other because we fought all the time, you know. I mean we care about each other. We've been friends for a long time, but it didn't mean we didn't fight. Well, we disagreed about things. Yes. And I remember just like it, it kind of made all the personal go away immediately. Like, yeah. oh, Larry's not trying to drive me crazy by just giving me appointments that he doesn't tell me about until the last minute. Like, that's just how he rolls through the day. Yeah. And, you know, okay. And then, you know, me, you know, wanting to be super task-oriented and have a system for everything and all that, like, then we had to compromise. We had to learn to compromise and be okay with those things. Yeah. And that worked, but it was easier once we understood DISC. And then when we hired people and we'd see where they were, because we'd have everybody take the assessment. It's a very quick thing they, they can do. And they didn't even have to take the assessment. We got so good at it, we just knew what they were right off the top of the you know, meeting. Them. Well, they used to take the test because one of the things was to get a face-to-face -face interview, you had to take the test. That was part of the hiring process. And they'd all, like, bullshit the test. <laughs> Because they they write in at what they thought we wanted them to be, yeah. And then you'd always sit there and you know try to figure out well who are they really, yeah. And it wasn't even to figure out. We just got good at it, and you just knew it. And um, we were able to relate to the technicians a lot better and cater how we were to them based on their profile. And we knew that most technicians were S's, and they were service people, and there were C's, which were detail people. Most of them weren't I's like me. Or D's like you, because an I is off the chart social, and a D's like you is a take control, a hundred percent person, and a planner. Yeah, and most of them were not like that. So that helped us quantify who they were and let them under, understand. What well, they and the magic did. starts happening when you when everybody's getting trained on this, so everybody yeah. knows what everybody else's disc profile is because it takes so much of the personal out. Like I used to get super mad at you for jacking up my schedule. But it wasn't yeah. you jacking up my schedule. It was your disc profile was jacking up my schedule. Yeah. That's way easier to take. And then the, our guys were able to look at us, you as a D and me as an I, and be able to roll with it much better. I mean, Leslie said it when we had her on the podcast. Oh, Larry, yeah, I dealt with him totally different than I dealt with you. Because yeah. I would just humor him and make him go, go away because I would get the work done after he was yeah. gone. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, you really did that? And she's like, oh, yeah. 
It was very yeah, and, and I remember what I used to do to Leslie is I would um, I'd say, all right, I want to do this. And then I'd be like, you know, I want it right now. I want you to go sit down and I want you to finish that. And I want it done in you know, 20 minutes, and, you know. And then she would like look at me for a few minutes and then just be like, okay, dude, like I know you want this done yesterday, but we have to do this. We have to do this and we have to do this. And then when those are done, you'll get what you want. And I'd always be like, damn it, she knows my disc profile. She yeah. knows exactly how to play play this with me. You know? <laughs> and she was process driven, so that was she yeah, was yeah. a C. And so she you know, we had her in the right role. But the technicians, we couldn't throw them a curve at the you know, last second, the S. Ashley, I used to do that to her and she would just shut down. So I would I just let her do what she was comfortable with. And um they couldn't, we couldn't have confrontation ever because she would, that would be it. Well, not just her. Yeah, no, I know. But for example, her. For those who don't know what an S profile is, S profile, their biggest fear is confrontation. Yeah. And, and being rushed. They don't like that either. Yeah. And, and that's what I did all the time. Yeah. Well, both of us are, we thrive in that environment of rushing yeah. and confrontation. So. Uh, but I think I think what we're missing for everybody listening that doesn't know DISC is that what we were trying to do was build a culture where everybody becomes more self-aware, everybody be able be able to, to become more aware of what other people's traits are, yep. and then use that knowledge to communicate better. That's and when what, we say everybody, that means everybody. coworkers, clients. That means Clients, especially clients, referral sources, and themselves. And these people, our team would take it home with them. Yeah. I mean, when we left Howard, what did everybody talk about? Did they talk about with their business with DISC? And we could talk about the business with DISC all day long here, and we'll touch on this. But they took it home and they analyzed, they figured out their kids, they figured out their spouses, they figured out personal parts of their lives. Our, our kids have known DISC since uh, they were little kids. Yeah, exactly. So they have an idea of what we're talking about. They know it. They totally know it. And it's part of the talk at the dinner table and everything else. But I guess what I was saying was all these things that we, the skills that the, the guys would and the girls would learn at work, they take it home and they'd be practicing at home. So when we have... Um, when we have the morning tech meeting, we go over this in detail. There are other ways of going detail. I mean, we're just throwing it in there, shameless plug. We train the technicians in DISC every Wednesday, once a week, because it's highly valuable. It's so valuable, I could have saved my, my marriage with it if I knew it beforehand. I don't know if I would have saved it, but I could have definitely made a big difference. Well, I think just in general, Larry, for you, because you've – had quite a few relationships. It, it may also have changed how you choose somebody to spend your time with. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Man. I should stop shooting for low-hanging fruit. I've told you that before. Um, I just like fun people, man. I'm an eye. If you're fun, you're in. Well, you said it the other day. You and I were on a bike ride, and uh, I'll share this with the whole world. <laughs> so... You know, you said it to me just, it was yesterday. We were riding and you were like, you know what I really need? I need a D who's self-aware because that, that person will help me manage my life. 
Yeah. Tell me what to do. I mean, you kind of said, just tell me what to do and I'll go tell do me what to do. That only works. That only works if you're on the same page, but yeah, no, but if somebody else is self-aware, they won't tell me what to do something that I don't want to do. Yeah. That's what I've run into before I've dated D's that are self that are not self-aware and they're D's and they'll tell me what to do because it was good for them. And I'll look at them like they're crazy and it would go downhill from there. Yeah. But if they were self-aware, then it would probably be much more successful. Yeah. So well, my wife, you know, when I start bullying and steamrolling and telling everybody what to do, she'll be like, okay, Mr. D, why don't you just sit down and take a <laughs> chill pill and, you know, and, it, but it, it snaps me out of it. Yeah. Cause I don't even realize I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times she's like, okay, dude, we're not your employees. Calm down. <laughs> we don't work for you. Yeah. Okay. When I was going through the airport, whenever I went through an airport with Heather, she would go, she'd call me Darry because I'd get so intense, but getting for the place, make sure we get in there in time. That's so funny to me because you would never do that when we travel together. Well, some, because I didn't have to. But if I'm with other people, I want to make sure we get there because I somebody needs to be in charge. <laughs> so, you, you, want tell, you want to tell a story about the uh, missed flight from the gate? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was sitting down waiting for the pl- flight, and I got a phone call for Shamrock for, for something important. And I'm talking on the phone, and I had my laptop on me. I put in the laptop. All of a sudden, I looked up, and I'm like, Huh. I think the flight took off. No, the flight did take off. So yeah, I never got on the plane. Can I tell the whole story? We have a few minutes. We're amongst, fr- we're among, yeah. we're amongst friends. Yes. No, but this is a great this is a great illustration of disc in, in some ways, right? So we were very new in business and I was like, we need to make these flights. We need to make these flights. We need to make these flights. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. So finally I got pissed and I'm like, I'll make my own flight and he can deal with it, you know? So I made my own flight and told you I'm going on these flights and good luck. I'll see you there. And I mean, we were brand new, right? And uh, we're going to Howard Partridge conference. First time. First time? Yeah. No. 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 Anyway, so you, you made your own flights on like the second to last day or whatever, Mr. I, Mr. High I. <laughs> and uh, so we were flying out of LAX to Houston, like, you know, within a couple gates of each other. So we go to the airport at the same time. The flights are almost identical. And we're both going to land at George Bush International, not Hobby, the other airport. Yeah. So I say, all right, dude, I'll see you there. And I go, you know, five gates away and leave. And then when I landed in Detroit, uh, my wife has a text for me, like, call me ASAP. She's like, Larry missed his flight. I'm like, that's impossible. I saw him at the gate. There's no way he missed his flight. She missed his flight. He missed his flight and he needs you to get his luggage because the luggage didn't make it. And I'm like, I kept, I kept arguing with her, Larry. I'm like, no, no, you're wrong. He was right at the gate. <laughs> She's like... I don't know how to tell you, but I've already spoken to Larry like three times. So just get over it, you know? So sure enough, I get there and, and you know, me, Mr. Task oriented, Mr. DC, I'm yeah. hot. I am hot under the collar, like in the biggest way. 
because you're flying now into hobby. So if Houston's a big clock, I'm at 12 and you're at six and it's four hour drive from 12 to no, six. No, it wasn't a four hour drive. Come on. Oh, dude, I was stuck. It was like being in LA traffic. It's uh, probably a couple hours. Yeah, it was a bad move. And uh, so I remember getting, getting down the escalator. I was so stressed. I was so irritated about the whole thing. Uh, you weren't when I picked you up. I so, was dying. I had such a headache. I was going to cry. Oh, uh, don't you. So... <laughs> So uh, I just wait for everybody to leave your flight, and I just see one lone suitcase going going around. I'm like, must be his. I I don't know. (laughs) Hopefully it's his. I'll pick it up and take it. I took it. And then we had to rent a car, and we were, like, so new. We had no money for a car, like, whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, and there was an oil convention in town. The only car you could get, you had to rent for, like, the week or something like that. It was, like, 400 bucks. We didn't have 400 bucks. So I got it. I just, I was like, I got to get, come get you. Wait, you know, a couple hours in traffic. I pick you up and you're like, what's up, dude? <laughs> and you were like in the best mood. And I'm just like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so going to kill you. And, uh, and then you're like, oh, dude, you're just hangry. We need to get you some food. <laughs> that will fix everything. That was usually the case anyway. And uh, we ate. And then we got there, and you're like, I was like, you're taking the car back. No, then you really started grinding me on how much the car was. And I was like, well, you know, there wouldn't be a car if you had made your flight. <laughs> and then you're like, this car's got to go back, which I didn't disagree with. And, uh, and then we get to the hotel, and I'm like, you're taking the car back. And they're like, oh, dude, I got a, so I got a headache. No, I gotta, dude, I was I gotta go dying. I was dying. So I had to take the dying. car back. Yep. And it was much And then I had to sh- take a shuttle back. Yeah. It was like one in the morning. Yeah. It was the only time in our 36 years of friendship you were laying there in your bed. I went into the hotel room and I'm like, I could just jump on him and just start pummeling him. Fucking- <laughs> like I was so close, dude. Just, I was so angry. Yeah. But you so- know, that's, sty- that's a style thing. You know, yeah. you're just living your life. Hey, I'm having a good time at the airport. Yeah. No, dude, I was not as excited when I got off the plane. I was trying to feel good because I felt like crap. I was trying to pull it off because I was trying to rally. So I was so bumming about the whole thing was just stupid. <laughs> you never told me that. Oh, yeah, dude. I oh, dude, the, you being ugh. in a great mood was making it worse for me. <laughs> I was trying to rally. I was trying to make it good. I was like, ugh. I was the worst guy ever. And that was one of the worst I've ever felt in my life. Just my body, just everything just shut down on me. So anyway, yeah, my eye kind of got overwhelming. So anyway, the disc is an amazing tool if you want to, you know, get along, understand people better, understand yourself and understand people better, and you and your team and your, the people around you. And uh, we teach it in the morning tech meeting. There's many companies that teach it as well. Dr. Roan, R-O-H. N M M Rome. Yes. Rome. He is an amazing um, teacher of it. He was so funny when he taught us. That was the best presentation ever. He kept picking up his leg and clapping under his leg. (laughs) I don't know how old he is exactly. He's in his seventies and he literally has the energy of a 25 year old. He's an eye. Yeah. Of course he does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he's got going for him. So, I mean, I know we were all over the map on this a little bit, this Tuesday topic, but 
I think the big thing that we're trying to get through is that you as the owner owe it not only to yourself, but to everybody that works for you and with you, including your clients, that the more self-aware you and your team are, the better everything gets. Everything. Like we hated our business and we kind of used to dread going there every day because we didn't understand our staff and they didn't understand us and there's a lot of friction and and you see that all the time, not just in blue collar home service businesses, every business, right? And as soon as we dedicated ourselves to really learning DISC, and look, at the beginning, your team will not be into it. Let's just get clear. They're not going to be into it. They're going to think it's a bunch of BS. They're going to stand there with their arms crossed. Just keep doing it. And once they start seeing it, for themselves out in the field, they start to engage with it. Yep. That's how it's and, always worked for us. And the way it works with us, everybody wasn't into it in the beginning, but one guy would get into it and then he'd start, there'd be an exchange with Eric and I about it. And then another one would, and another one, and it'd be like a landslide. And everybody would get it and everybody would be into it. And it was a thing. It was part of our business to talk about the disc consistently all day long. It was like talking about the weather. Yep. It just came up in every conversation. It just makes and everybody just better. Part of the culture. Culture. Yeah. So, um, if you guys have any questions about disc or anything, please reach out to us. All of our information is in the uh, go to morningtechmeeting.com. Larry at morningtechmeeting.com. Eric at morningtechmeeting.com. Yeah, and I think Dr. Rome's company is called PersonalityInsights.com. Okay, I'm pretty sure about that. You got to put that in the show notes. And he's awesome. Don't have a big show notes like uh, Tim Ferriss. We have like a paragraph or two. You gonna do that? (laughs) That's a lot of work, man. We gotta hire a personal assistant full time. I don't don't think I'm gonna be doing that. That could happen, dude. But that's such a that would be really cool. Could happen with somebody else. Yeah. Well, someone else would have to do it. That wouldn't be us. That wouldn't be our somebody somebody with a a lot of C. Well, we could do it. We just wouldn't get anything else done. So you know. No thanks. So, everybody, learn some DISC, learn to be self-aware, and let us be helpful. We'd love to be. Anyway, you have a wonderful day. Enjoy the Tuesday Teach. We're out. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Nation podcast. For more information on what Eric and Larry do, please visit www.morningtechmeeting.com or visit us on our Facebook page, Blue Collar Consulting. Thank you and see you back here next week with another amazing episode of the Blue Collar Nation podcast.